You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. And be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Hello, welcome to this edition of the Faith Roots Podcast. And by the way, if you have not yet subscribed, be sure to do that. You can click right down here at the bottom of the screen. Subscribe to this podcast. Hit that thumbs up. Let it let me know and others know you like what you're hearing, and that thumb will help put us in front of more people. Trust me. And uh, so, and and again, if you would like to support what we're doing, you can go to my website, myfaithroots.com, and on the website there is a link, a giving link. We will gladly accept your contribution. Helps us to pay for this and put it out there in front of more people. So thank you very much for your consideration. All right. The four faces of love, Ephesians 3, 17, 18, and 19, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth, length, depth, and height, to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. Every one of these dimensions has a, a, a reference and is a symbol for one of God's great attributes. Love is generous, hence breath. Love gives. Love believes, that is height. Love corrects, which is depth. And uh, <coughs> love uh, also, uh, goodness, it guards and corrects. That's the gospel of Matthew. We see it very strongly there. So these dimensions are given by God to show us the various different things that love can do because love is not one-dimensional. A lot of people stumble because they only see love as the accepting face of God. Love will say uh, love is unconditional. We have unconditional love, meaning that we have to accept everything. Well, if love guards, it it doesn't accept everything. Uh, I can show you a number of times that God rejected certain things. God uh, moved Adam out of the Garden of Eden for his own sake, for his own good. But love guarded. He did not accept Adam after that. Now, Adam still had an opportunity to walk with God, uh, but he couldn't live in the garden like before. Why? Because if he's in the garden and he goes over and eats the fruit of the tree of life, he's locked forever in his sin eternally. God didn't want that to happen. So uh, God did not allow him to eat the fruit of the tree of life. It had that kind of power. Now, good news is in the, the, the days to come, we get to eat the fruit of the tree of life. And that tree of life is reserved for us. You're going to see it. All right. The remaining dimension, height, is very inspiring. Think about this. Every great and inspiring building is known not by its square footage, not by how broad it is, but by how high it is. Great cathedrals. What inspires you when you walk in and you see a great tall ceiling? Uh, great theaters are like that. I remember the first time I ever walked into one of those old school theaters, the kind they used to build in the downtowns of cities, and it was three levels. There were the two uh, uh, two uh, balconies, and uh, way up there, and they had amazing carvings on the wall. Uh, what an inspiring room it was! And uh, and then the old days, they used to fill those things up. Uh, so you see theaters, Capitol buildings, towers, the Eiffel Tower, skyscrapers, uh, 
uh, the Empire State Building, the Chrysler Building, all, all of the big tall buildings are inspiring because of what dimension? Because of their height. So height is associated with believing because believing lifts us. It is inspiring. It takes us out of uh, earthiness and out of mud and out of muck and out of the clay and lifts us up to high places, places of authority and uh, places of victory. Now, in 2 Timothy 3.16, we see the Scripture is given to express the love of God. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine. What, what is it when we read the Scripture and see doctrines? We're looking at what God gave us. Doctrine is all about the gifts of God. Then there is reproof. What is that? The Scripture has in it loads of stories not correcting us, but showing us what other people did that hurt them and warning us about it before we ever do it. So it's not direct correction to us. There's a difference between reproof and correction. The third thing that Scripture does is it corrects. And so we see correction for things we've done wrong. And then there is instruction in righteousness. Now, there can be no faith without instruction. It cannot exist without instruction. So when we read about instruction in righteousness in 2 Timothy 3.16, this is about faith. Listen, I remember when I learned how faith worked. And we didn't learn it by going to a faith pep rally. We didn't learn it by rah-rah messages. I went to a church who had a great preacher, but I didn't learn a lot. He was very motivating, but I still didn't learn a lot. They fired me up, made me want to go out and burn down a barn because I was so full of fire. But I didn't really grow in faith until I received instruction. Instruction is the key to the righteousness of God and great faith. Now, let me read to you. Romans 1, verse 16, Paul said, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Now that's quoted from Habakkuk 2.4. Uh, I wish that they had put in it what Habakkuk 2.4 really says, the just shall live by his faith. Now, maybe I'm wrong by saying that, and I won't correct the apostle Paul, but, it, but when you read Habakkuk 2.4, you understand more perfectly what faith to faith means. From his faith to our faith. That's why God gave the gospel. The gospel transmits faith. It gives faith. It imparts faith. It's how we get faith. All faith originates in God. We don't generate faith on our own. No human can have faith by himself. All faith has to come from God. So the just or the righteous people shall live by his faith. Where does that faith come from? It comes through the gospel, the good news, and it is from faith to faith. His faith to our faith. Jesus is called the author and finisher of our faith. We didn't begin our faith. He did. So Hebrews 12, you can see that. 
So the faith of God was delivered to us. In other words, God knew that in order for us to walk with Him, walk like Him, understand Him, relate to Him, we had to be like Him. And how are we that? We believe. No man can please, please God without faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please Him. So this is what the half-brother of Jesus wrote in Jude 3. This is 26 translations. Beloved, although I was making haste to write to you on the subject of our common salvation, I was constrained to write to you at once to urge you to fight in defense of the faith that has once for all been entrusted to the saints. In other words, if you are a follower of Christ, God gave faith to you. He wanted you to have faith. Why? You cannot succeed without faith. So how then do we get it? I want you to think about the different delivery systems that are around your home. Your home has all kinds of delivery systems attached to it. Some of them flow in uh, metal pipes. Some of your delivery systems flow through copper wire. Some of your delivery systems may flow through fiber optics. Some of your delivery systems may come from above, from the sky, through a satellite signal. Some of your delivery systems may come through radio waves. You have all kinds of delivery systems, gas, water, electricity, parcels, mail, comes to you in so many different ways. Email, phone text. Think about all the different ways that things are delivered to you. When you think like that, it is now easy for you to understand how faith works. Faith has to come to you from God through a very real delivery system. You wouldn't go out and look for electricity in your garden hose. You wouldn't go out and look for gas in your phone line. So why look for faith with feelings? Faith can only come in one way. It comes to us by the Word of God. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. But it's not just hearing the Word. It is hearing a particular aspect of the Word, and I'm going to show you what that is. The book of Proverbs chapter 1, verse 1. The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel. Very wise man. To know wisdom and instruction. Ask yourself if you hear the same word over and over. To perceive the words of understanding. To receive the instruction of wisdom. Justice, judgment, and equity. To give prudence to the simple. To the young man, knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear and increase learning. A man of understanding will attain wise counsel. To understand a proverb and an enigma, the words of the wise and their riddles. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Verse 8, my son, hear the instruction of your father for they will be a graceful ornament on your head and chains about your neck. The Word of God through teaching gives us instruction. Instruction in righteousness is the aspect of the Word of God that works in the mechanical sense. In other words, we need to know how something works. And that's why the second dominant word in this passage is understanding. It's not enough just to know that something exists. I know 
I know that if I turn the key on in my car, I know it's going to start the engine, at least most of the time. What if that's all your mechanic knew about your broken down car? He said, well, I, I don't know what's going on to your car. I just know this. When you turn that key, it comes on. If that's all he knows, you're in trouble. And uh, that's why I'm in trouble most of the time when my car breaks down, because I don't know much more than that. But to really make something work, you need to understand it. And faith is designed to help you to understand not just that God does work, but how God works. That's why it's so important. Faith is the understanding of how things work. And so when I was taught faith, I didn't just get inspired, I was informed. The late, great John Osteen said this. He said, inspiration may not heal you, but information will. And he was very big on giving people information. He believed in He was inspiring, an inspiring preacher. But he was a preacher who believed in imparting information. Give people things that they can do. Uh, I, you know, as a pastor, one of the things that I did always, I asked myself, when people leave this building, what do I want them to go home with to do? I want every one of them to have an action step. If I haven't given them something to do, then I haven't taught them. I have not imparted any information to them. I've got to show them what they can do. That's how faith works. It works when you begin to do it and use it. Well, that's all the time I have for this lesson, but we're not done. The fourth face of the love of God is the face of believing. Love believes, and we'll pick up here tomorrow. We'll see you then. I want to thank you for watching our podcast today. And if you really liked it, would you please give us a little thumbs up by clicking on that sign down below. And then I would encourage you to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss any of our future podcasts because they're all going to be good. And if you would like to support us financially, either with a one-time gift or recurring gift, you can do that by clicking on the link below are going to MyFaithRoots.com. Thank you so much for watching this program. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.